Hello, everyone. My name is Jamal Solomon, a.k.a. Crypto J, and you're looking at the 36 Chambers of Crypto Taxes, where we're going to teach you how to report your crypto taxes, how to save, um, save money on your crypto taxes, and if you get that wonderful letter, how to respond to it, guys. So listen, in this series, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about best protect your crypto assets. The IRS is coming. The IRS is coming, guys. Um, they're going to be way more aggressive from 2023 to beyond. They're going to put a lot of pressure on the exchanges. I know a lot of you feel like, you know what, um, they're not going to find me. Um, they're going to find you. The IRS has access to a lot of documentation and a lot of summons powers. So if you feel like you in your heart know that you didn't file, uh, you know, reportable crypto transactions, you don't need to file all of them. If you brought crypto, you don't need to file on your tax return. But once you do those transfers, once you use it to buy stuff, that's when you need to do it. So you got to know when is it reportable and when is not reportable. However, for this particular video series, it's all going to be about what if you get that letter? How can you respond to it? How can you survive it? And the number one thing I like to tell people is that you got to know your rights. Your rights is very important. It's important in life. It's important in human stuff. And it's definitely important when it comes to um, your tax situations. And we're going to be talking about using the IRS taxpayer bill of rights to help you survive a crypto tax audit. Now, listen, guys, I always make this disclaimer. Yeah, I don't have this suit. Yeah, I don't look like the stereotypical tax accountant, but I do have over 15 to 20 years of experience representing people in front of the IRS and multiple state tax departments. I do have a federally authorized license called the Enroll Agent License. I got to take continuing education every year. They do background checks. I pass the test. And I represent over 200 people when it comes to um, these type of audits. So I do know what I'm talking about. And this could be related to everything, but we're going to talk about uh, we're going to get the people ready for their crypto transaction. Because a lot of people, let's keep it real, Y'all did not report it, even though people like myself is telling you, hey, you should amend it because the IRS is coming. The IRS is coming. So if you're looking at this video, you said, dang, I didn't listen. I'm getting these letters. How can I protect myself and protect my crypto assets in the process? Because always do remember, they can kind of sort of get you to liquidate your assets. Right. Um, for example purposes. Let's say if you have to do a financial, and we're not going to get into this video, but I will do a video on um, the different uh, ways to you know, set up an installment agreement plan. But one of the ways is that you got to show your financial you know, outlook, your financial, all your assets, your debt and stuff like that. And when they do that, they you will have to include your crypto assets. And let's say you owe the IRS 100K and you have 200K worth of assets. Um, but obviously you got to sell them. The IRS is going to say, hey, listen, man, you need to sell some of these assets to pay down your bills. They can't force you, but they will make it so that, you know, it probably makes sense for you to do it. So you got to know how to also protect your crypto assets. But this particular video series is going to be knowing about your taxpayer bill of rights. And I'm going to say this in every video. This was adopted in 2014. And basically, it's just telling you about what rights that every taxpayer in the United States have. 
a lot of people do not know that they exist and this could greatly hurt how um you know the IRS deal with you right because they're supposed to do certain things with you and if you don't know that you know you might have that bad agent that might try to get over you and as a disclaimer guys i know the irs agents and i'm going to say this in every video i know they have a horrible reputation and people think there's this evil but i'm going to tell you i dealt with a lot of them within the last 15 years 99.9 percent .9 of them are great people they are regular people like me and you who just so happens to have a job to collect taxes So, of course, naturally, we hate them. But if you treat them with respect, if you know what you um, if you know what you're talking about, it could go it could go great. So don't fear talking to them, but be informed and make sure that your whoever's representing you is informed. So now they have about 10 um, Bill of Rights. And we're going to go over one each in each video. So if you're looking at this, maybe by the time this is published, I probably have all 10 or maybe I do three week, three here, three there. But I'm going to do all 10. And today we're going to go over the right to quality service. You may be thinking like, duh, Jamal, you know, I definitely know about this. But let's let's dig into it and how it could protect your assets, your crypto assets, too. Taxpayers have the right to receive prompt, courteous, and professional assistance in their dealings with the IRS to be spoken to in a way that they can easily understand, to receive clear, understandable communications from the IRS, and to have to file complaints about inadequate service. So listen, guys, if you get an agent that's just like, just really just having all this complex jargon, is trying to force you to do stuff... Don't sign nothing or agree to something that you don't understand, especially if they say, hey, listen, you got to liquidate your crypto assets or else it don't work that way. And sometimes you got to check them and say, whoa, 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 you got to slow down. I don't understand what you're talking about. And you need to talk to me in a different manner because I have a right to quality service. I need to understand what you're telling me and why you're doing this to me. Right. So don't fall under pressure. I like to tell people that um, depending on how complex it is, you should hire someone like myself or other um, people that could represent you in front of uh, an audit because um, it could get crazy. And the number one thing is that sometimes when it's your tax situation, people get very emotional. The last thing you want to do is get emotional on a tax audit. You have to take the emotions out of it. So if you know that you're a very emotional person, I want to encourage you to hire someone to be that, be your representative when they talk to the government. Because um, I had a story that that government, the agent was actually giving me everything that I wanted for my particular client. It was going super well. I was like, yes. However, I made the wrong mistake of having my client on the phone. And my client went super emotional, she was just making all types of crazy claims and how the government is doing that and that and that. And her emotions just kind of blocked her actual blessing. Like this was a nice agent and due to her emotional state that she couldn't handle, she was just messing up. Luckily, I took the agent to the side. I'm like, ah, she's she's cool. You know, let's continue doing it. I had to have a talk. But um, if you're an emotional person and you're not one of those people to just listen and take the emotions out of it, do not 
negotiate with the IRS by yourself. Save them money and just represent somebody else. Have somebody represent you. The IRS must include information about your right to taxpayer advocate service assistance. So these people, they exist. Um, They're pretty cool. I, I dealt with them a couple of times. So they're supposed to be the middle person between the IRS and you as a taxpayer. So let's say you have issues. Um, you could contact them for example purposes. If you have someone that's just not responding to you and you're not getting good answers, you can have an advocate and they work within the IRS. So they're not supposed to be all for you and they're not supposed to be all for the IRS. They're supposed to know, okay, listen, guys, let's try to find a way to resolve this and make it happen. When collecting tax, the IRS should treat you with courtesy. Generally, the IRS should only contact you from 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. The IRS should not contact you. Your place of employment, very important. If the IRS knows or has reason to know that your employee does not allow such contacts, you got to be upfront. You say, hey, listen, don't be scared to tell the IRS, hey, you can only contact me from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. because uh, after that, I just cannot talk to you. Um, it will look very bad for me in my employment. And I can't talk about sensitive information around this time. And they need to respect that. So don't feel like you have an agent that said, hey, listen, I can only call you at 8 a.m. or else. It don't work that way, guys. They have to meet you where you at. Because at, at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to tax resolution, the IRS says you owe money. You're trying to find a resolution. You got to meet each other in the middle. Um, so don't get bullied. Just know that you have this right that, hey, listen, man, I work during this time. Maybe call me after 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. when I'm home and chilling. If you're an individual that's eligible for a low income taxpayer clinic, you could get some help. The IRS could help you out in assistance. So basically, let's say uh, you were a crypto millionaire and you kind of lost it all. And now times is hard and you're under poverty and stuff like that. But hey, you still owe that money, um, but you don't have the, you know, the money to be represented by, by somebody like myself or another tax accountant. You have options. Always know that you have options. You got free options. You have affordable options. You got not so ex expensive, affordable options. And then you got like, you know, you go into a law firm and, you know, it's going to cost you a billion dollars. But always do know, and this is what I love about tax resolution there's always some type of solution to the problem. It's not like health. Health is like, if you have a bad heart, you have a bad heart. You like messed up. But with taxes, you have an issue. You have options. So even if you don't make no money currently and all your crypto is gone and you're just having a bad time, and I don't wish that on anyone, don't run away. Just know that you have options. Certain notices written by the IRS must contain the name phone number, identification number of the IRS employee. All notices must include the telephone number that the taxpayer may contact. During the phone call or in-person interview, the IRS agent must provide you with his or her name ID. Listen, guys, I'm going to say this in every video. The IRS will never email you. They're not going to email you. So if you get this crazy looking email and this person is saying they're from the IRS, give me my money, give me my money, give me my money. Just delete it. Don't even think twice about it. Just delete it. Do not get no information. Don't get all emotional. And say, hey, why are you, why are you emailing me? Just delete it. Because I dealt with many cases and the IRS will not email you. There's only maybe two times 
that they gave me, IRS agent gave me the email and it was only because it was the quickest way to submit documents. But other than that, they don't really mess with the email. And when it comes to the phone, make sure, yes, you do get the ID number. Um, make sure that is an actual real person because people can know when you owe a debt because of these tax, um, these liens, they can find it out. So, you know, protect yourself. Just don't automatically hear somebody on the phone and say they the IRS and give up all the information. It don't work that way. They will say their name and they will get the identification number. And if you never got a letter before, because the IRS will always give you letters before they probably call, um, tell that person you call them back. Have a tax accountant review um, your letter. Have that tax accountant be on the phone with you or representative. And that person should be able to know whether or not that's a real IRS agent. It will save you tons of money. Please don't be cheap on this because let's say you say, oh, I don't need somebody like Jamal to represent me. Um, and then you made a mistake and gave someone your social security number, your bank accounts and everything like that because you wanted to save a little money. But now you're a victim of identity theft. Now, you know, someone could probably get into your crypto wallets if they were smart enough and it's just going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars to correct and police reports and all that. So do it right the first time, guys. Invest in a good representative. The IRS is required to publish the local address and phone numbers of the IRS in the local phone books. This is funny because I don't know when the last time I look at the local book. Just Google it. Just go on a website. Google it. It's on the IRS website. It's super easy. But do know if you're one of those people that's off the grid, even though you got crypto, I don't know how that happens. Um, they should put it in the local um, books. All right, guys. So that's the that's what we're going to go over today. Like I said, I will go over all 10. You do not want me to do all 10 in one video because you'd be like, all right, you're all I'm. I hate this. I'm just not going to respond to these letters. But listen, guys, this will be on my podcast. It will be on my website. If you're on a YouTube, you already know the part on the channel. Please subscribe to the channel because, listen, I'm, these tips are just not me selling you a dream. I dealt with, like I said, I dealt with many, many cases, and this is going to save you a lot of money and headaches but you just got to believe in them. Even if you just go to your tax accountant and say, hey, listen, I heard this stuff. I heard about my rights. It could save you a lot of money. It could save your crypto assets. Because at the end of the day, guys, hey, I'm not really giving financial advice about cryptocurrency assets because I'm not that person. But I do know how to save your crypto assets if the government is trying to come after you. And that's what this series is all about. So guys, hey, have a great time and make it happen. Peace.